never seen a lame man walk Never heard a dumb man talk Never seen a blind man see I promise you a pain Never seen a canceled death Never seen all the poor get fed Never seen a prisoner set free I promise you a change Hey everybody, what's going on? It's bigger, 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 bigger T. And I'm here with my man, Big C, representing with the Yoda shirt. Got the got the hoodie on. It is it is officially hoodie weather. It's hoodie weather, baby. It's hoodie, it weather. hoodie weather. Yeah, I, uh, I'm in for it. Well, you know, Arkansas, it goes for those of you that are listening, I think we got somebody listening from Germany. Yeah, well, I, I don't know who it is. It's probably it's probably uh, an accident. <laughs> probably a creepy person that just he what did I click on? <laughs> he was he Googled fat guys and he came up with us. So, That's right. Yeah. He's like, what is the most mediocre podcast with two fat guys in Arkansas? And bingo, bango, your boys. Top of the Google search right here. Top of the Google search, just number one. <laughs> so we, um, as we should be, honestly, because um, we all, as we've discussed before, we are Paul Feinbaum endorsed. That's right. Um, Unofficially. Not officially, but he loves us. Yeah. Uh, listens every week. That's that. Um, anyway, but, you know, it's that weird time. Arkansas, we skip for y'all, the state, we skip, we skip fall altogether. Yeah, just we just we don't need that. Straight from summer to winter, like hit you, it just punches you in the face, right in the face, right in the face. You get right in the keister. So, like, you go now. You got to warm up the car a little bit before you get out. Um, You got to out there and shiver. Yeah, and by noon, you want to walk around in in t shirts and a tank top, you know, and short. Yeah, you're so hot. But we're about to go. We're going. So we're going summer, winter, fall. Then we go back to winter. And then straight into probably summer. Well, we'll we're gonna a little, have a little bit of spring pop up here. It's called. It's gonna get. It's gonna get to be like seventy five here for a few days, and then uh, yeah, who knows? This I'm like weather. Weather, go home. You're drunk. Um, That's right. so. <laughs> well, Clint, man, is we just got through with Halloween. Did you? Did you have any candy for Halloween? Did you? I did it. I did it. I've actually been trying to watch the diet a little bit better. Do a little bit better. Um, just uh, just you know, you know, try to follow your lead. You've lost over a hundred pounds. I'm very proud of you. It's awesome. I'm, I'm happy you didn't do it when I had the bet to get a tattoo on my derriere. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, look out for your boy there. If you want to hear about that? Watch some of the earlier episodes. But go go back in the, in the vault. Well, I'll tell you, Clint, it was tough. Um, yeah. At my church, you know, we do did like a trunk or treat type deal. Except we moved it inside because it was cold last night and so we uh but i challenged my people i said look let's not be that church that gets all the cheap candy i said when you go to the candy rack get kids eye level and above okay don't get that bottom shelf you know don't don't buy what i buy the yeah the non-name brand like you can't pronounce you know i mean like we don't know what it is. It's just wrapped in a wrapper thing. Okay. Get get the name. Get let's get the good stuff. Okay. And as the leader, I wanted to lead by example. So I went to Walmart and uh I did well, I, I do I I I pick up groceries for my mom every week. And so I just do like the do the app, do the deliver the pickup or whatever. And so I added some candy in so I could have it for Halloween. And I got the boxes of full-size candy bars, okay? I got, like, a box of M&M's, box of, like, the candy bars, like Twix, yeah. and Snickers, and then but a box. Of- How many kids do they have? They have, like, seven kids. Well, okay, there wasn't very many. Like, 
we got like half the candy left. We're going to have to do something else with it later. Okay. But still, like I got all this candy. Okay. And it's sitting in my truck. Cause I just left it in my truck. Cause if I brought it in my house, I was going to be tempted with it. But then I was tempted with it cause it's in my truck and I got a 30 minute commute to work every day, one way. So an hour in my truck every yeah. day with it sitting just right there. Where I could just reach back there and grab. No, it's got to be awful. One bag of peanut butter M&M's. It's all I ate. No, that's good. And I didn't have lunch that day. So that was, I considered that my lunch. No, Travis, I did did pretty good. So out of curiosity. Yeah. When you're, if, if Travis Johnson right now was a kid. Yeah. And they, and you reach down in that basket there, Mm -hmm. that, that jack-o'-lantern yeah the little plastic jack-o'-lantern thing and pull out of candy which one do you want the most what is your what is your go-to like what are you the most excited no about? question no question yeah. butterfinger oh really i'm that actually the answer surprises me butterfinger See, you know i was telling you before we went on there i was watching new highs today and like they had jason sampling some halloween candy and saying which one was the best and he's like the Reese's, the Reese's pumpkins. Yeah, oh, those are good. Yeah, yeah, they're they're good. I have, um, and you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. I don't eat. I won't go buy myself because I'll buy if I'm hungry. I'll buy myself a Reese's or peanut butter M's. But something I only I I, I only eat when they're like in a Halloween. Mm-hmm. That I freaking love are dots. Really, I love me some dots. Now my like, other one is the. Uh... Like the candy corn, but the but the pumpkins. Oh, I love the yeah, the pumpkin ones because you, you can get those in like a bag of the pumpkins, in like a small bag. And hey. I'll get, I'll do, I do get me usually one bag of those per season. Yeah. Just now, to, one, one suggestion they had on there um, that that the listeners had sent in was to mix them with peanut, the like candy corn with peanuts. Yeah. Make and then like- also candy corn with popcorn is good too. I get. I'm not no, I ain't doing that. Yeah. But no, it's uh, pretty it's it's pretty good. It's you kind of get that sweet and salty mix. Which as I've gotten older, I appreciate sweet and salty. Like blending, blending those two together. I appreciate that a lot more. It, like yeah. salted caramel, uh like cookies and stuff like that. And yeah, man. The but no butterfinger and Reese's cups are always great. I mean that's but you know the texture, like for the shapes, like the Christmas trees, the pumpkins, mm. the texture is completely different than the cup. It is, yeah, it really is. And I actually, I honestly, I like the texture better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, but but I'm not going to turn either one of them away. I, so, you know, so well. Travis, I think I've been doing, you know, I've been doing the farming thing for a while, mm-hmm. and I think um, I found my limit. Oh. And I grew up farming, so you know, like I grew up, so it's not a big deal yeah, to me. Your grandpa had a farm right while well, you lived right next door, so yeah. So I pretty much worked on it all the yeah. time. So they, uh, but so I'm not, un, it's not a foreign concept to me to raise my own meat. Mm. So the, I decided that I want to do a whole hawk smoke, built the pit, everything. Um, and of course, Paul Clark knows a guy that knows a knows a guy to let me get the whole hog processed. Cause I was gonna have to drive to Memphis to do it because no one around here does it because you've got to, you know, pretty much um you gotta scald get the hair off, basically. Yeah. Scald yeah. big enough. Yeah. So and Trick, keep in mind, I've eat, I've eaten hundreds of pigs that I've raised. Like doing a whole hog smoke with a pig I raised, smoking him whole, that actually that bothered me. When like you that, when, yeah, it, it's a different ball game, I'm guessing. It's a when different you look ball. down on there and you recognize the face well, of what you're about to eat. Well, when and, and well, he had we had to cut the head off um, oh. to get him in the but also I was like, and he was it didn't help that he was a sweet pig. Yeah. <laughs> He was he was he was like just the nicest like you know and what was funny was I built it I built it we built a chute mm-hmm. and so I we got the dog crate and I in there and we trapped him in the chute and he was just I'm like all right I'm going to fight to get him in this dog crate yeah 
So we got him like in a cornered in a section. And I just reached over, set the dog crate in there, and he just like, "Hey, what's up in here?" Just walked in, <laughs> walked right in. I'm like, "Okay." And so went away I, easy, huh? It went so easy. Like the only thing we had to do was lift him up to put him in the trailer. Trailer. So yeah. it was. Uh, so yeah, I, if I do it again, I'm not saying I won't do whole hog smoke again. But what I'll probably do is offer to trade somebody. Yeah. Um, where I'm not. I'm, I'm not for a similar with, size hog or something. Yeah. Yeah. Cause man, it just, it, it, it did. It, it just, that, that, <laughs> that's, they don't prepare you for that in farming school, do they? No, yeah. it, I'm like, man, I want to try this. And, yeah. uh, and so I, I built the pit and everything. And I, well, it'd be different if you had gotten him processed and he was in just, you know, packages from the meat packing plant or something like that. Yeah. You don't think about it, but when you're, looking at him and you're like this thing was just wandering around in my yard two days ago yeah and now now i'm firing him up yeah that yeah i'm firing him up and serving him digging through his skin to dig his meat out for my guests yeah that's, <laughs> that's crazy yeah yeah well, was, well clint uh you know yeah well but did he taste good you know it was a different a different taste to it. I probably honestly prefer the processed, you know, already cut up, you know, yeah. I, I shoulder that way. But you know, I, you don't know what to do. Try it. I probably would inject it a lot more next time because I was trying to. Because it mean we started him at five in the morning, at five thirty six in the morning, and it was pitch black, so you really couldn't see what you're doing. So yeah. I think it's better if I could have saw a little bit better and probably did a little bit better job with the injection. So. Yeah. Like I said, I'll probably try it again, but I'm not going to raise the pig myself. Um, that's you might inject him the night before or something. Yeah, something like that. Like and let it let it sit, then finish it off in the morning or something. Just add a little extra something. Nope. Well, man, that's cool. Uh, well, holy shnikes, Clint! What the? We going with the first NFL firing of the year? The the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders. Vegas Raiders. Woo. Okay, now Josh McDaniels. You know, he's a coordinator for young guy, coordinator for, for Belichick. You know, he goes to Denver. And, you know, people, you know, he, he got, you know, he got fired from Denver. Okay. He didn't work out there. But, you know, the guy did win a playoff game with Tim Tebow at quarterback. Yeah. A guy no one else wanted at quarterback. He won a playoff game with him. Okay. And then against Pittsburgh, and then ends up getting fired later, whatever. They rehash him with the Raiders, which the Raiders like to rehash people. And the Raiders just can't get it done with him. He's gone. Man, it's pretty early in the season to clean the house. And the offensive coordinator, yeah. Yeah, offensive coordinator, GM, everything is like they just, they're like, we're going to have to go hard reset. What they're only seven games into the season, yeah. So, I mean, it's like, man, but but that's the Raiders for you, man. The spirit of Al Davis is alive and well, he does what he wants to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he just his, son, his son's I think, I think, you know, Josh McDaniel is just he's sometimes you got to look at yourself and realize what my what my skill set is and maybe he's just one of them guys that's better served being the number two yeah and who knows you'll, you'll probably see him as an oc somewhere yeah. um they may have him back in new england but he got that head coaching money off tom brady's back twice so i'm uh that's right yeah more power to you i'm like if you can get if they'll pay it to you take it and so he right. got him, but hopefully he knows his lane now and stays more of a coordinator role um now, you know, last week we had Bart Reed on. Yeah. And, you know, we this third time we've had him on, and I thought it was the best one yet. I, I oh, really. Yeah. Uh, and I think us getting to know him, him getting to know us, I just – I love having him on, and he obviously is very knowledgeable on, on the sport. But um, the part of the reason we had him on was because we had a little event called Arkansas versus Mississippi State. They played in football. Um, yeah. <laughs> chair broke. Like, whoa. Yeah. Um, so y'all, y'all didn't. For those of you listening, um, Big C just pooped himself. So, <laughs> so, but no, we had a little. So we had a 
had a game between Mississippi State and Arkansas. And one of the things I was going to say about the Raiders is you have if you have the quarterback position figured out, you gotta you gotta heads up. Yeah. When you have the guy that's the preseason number one quarterback in the SEC. Yeah. Going against the team without its quarter record setting quarterback, who's literally by considered by most the worst team in the SEC outside of Vanderbilt. And you put up exactly three points that the defense pretty much gave you. Yeah. It is it is inexcusable. Yep. Inexcusable. And um one of the things I think, and I read between the lines on some of Pittman's press conferences. And you may tell you what I've read between those lines. What's that? We've been working on crap to work around or struggles, and we get in the game, and Dan ain't calling it. Yeah. That that is what he's saying because he's like, guys, we've worked on it. Yeah. And like going back to the AM game, because they didn't do anything we didn't work on. Like, yeah. it, he goes, We got to roll out more. We got to do this more. We got to move KJ. We can't just sit back there and drop back. And it's like, Dan, I don't know if Dan thought the personnel was magically going to get better. You've got to do things to mask your personnel's deficiencies. And we weren't doing it, but. You know, Pittman's a savvy veteran. Yeah. Savvy veteran. I mean, he he comes with old country boy stick and you know, he'll sell you, you know, he can sell you and and, and make you think make you think why he, he loves you while he's selling you. Yeah. That's um but Pittman also knew that that was an unacceptable performance and something had to change. Well, and Clint, I still think, okay, I and and I'm I'm still th- Enos firing Enos was the right move. Okay, so don't don't get me wrong. Uh, here. No, a hundred a hundred and ten percent. But but I'm gonna yeah. say too. Part of the problem was the players wasn't getting it because KJ's better than what we saw out there. KJ was a lot of the problems KJ's having. KJ's bringing on himself. The the line has not. If you look back at some of those games, the Mississippi State game, the line did not block as bad as what it looked like. KJ was holding on the ball too daggum long. Now, some of that was KJ may not understand the play very well, and and Enos is not calling plays that KJ is comfortable with. I think that's a big part of it. I think part of it is um, – now I'm not saying the line blocked well. Okay, please, please don't don't mishear me. I'm not saying our line has done great, but they've not done giving up seven sacks a game great, terrible. Okay, some of those KJ has brought on himself. Some of those were running backs not making the right reads. Um, so of course we know what happened. Pittman fires Enos. Uh, moves in, uh, what's his name? Kenny Guyton. Guyton, sorry. Guyton in to be the quarterback coach, which he played quarterback at Ohio State, which everybody kind of knows that, but if you didn't. Um, and you have uh, one of the, you know, his assistant wide receivers guy moves up to receivers coach. And everybody seems real happy with What's happened these last two weeks? Uh, uh, players, it, coaches. Yeah, you can see you can see a difference in the in the in the vibe of the team. And Pittman said today, you can see what in the way they practice. What um, do you think? What do you think is going to be different in the offense this week? Or what? Or are we going to see much differences? Are we going to see still a struggling? Because look, y'all, it's it's middle of the season or for the backside of the season. Uh, we may not see much change. That's I a think, possibility. It, I think you're going to see more focus on on uh, your your 
what, eight games into it now? Eight games into it. You're, you're two-thirds of the season's played. It hasn't gone your way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but Pittman's had a week to look at it and say, okay, here's what we do well. Now let's simplify this. So let's, let's simplify this and focus on what we're doing well. It is still grinding my gears to no end. There were eight games into this season, eight games into this season, and I'm still sitting here going, "Why aren't they giving AJ Green the ball?" Yeah, he should. I mean, it, it's it, it's 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 more frustrating than the um, than TJ Hammonds. It Expe- really, especially in the games where he's he's doing well. Yes. That that's that's to me, okay, if he's not doing well that game, then fine. Ride with somebody else. But in those games where he's your best running back, he's your best option, and he's not getting the ball, I don't get it. You're right. No, but I think the Pittman's credit goes, okay, I've got to turn this around. Mm. Or I'm gonna get terminated. And Pittman doesn't want to get terminated. By any stretch of the imagination. I, Pitt, no. Pittman loves this job. He wants to be the head coach of the University of Arkansas. I believe him when he says, this is my last job. And this is where I want to retire. Yeah. They, they can fire me, but I, I'm not quitting. Yeah. So I believe him when he says that, that this is, this is where he wants to be. This is a dream job of his. Okay. What happens is sometimes you're, you're, everything's happy, go lucky and you get punched in the mouth. Mm. And you've got to you've got to respond. Pittman's been punched in the mouth because the problem was last year a lot of what was on fell on Barry Odom in the defense. A, a lot of it did because this defensive secondary was horrid. Defense is pretty darn good this year, you know. He he made the changes over there, so I think Pittman realizes changes got to be made here, and we've got to make them. We had to make them now. He got a pass a lot on last year because defense wasn't his department. He's taking a beating this year because the offensive line is his department. And so I think you said that he's sitting in on all the offensive line meetings. He's a lot more involved because it doesn't look like Travis Williams needs. No. Maybe check in with Travis. You've got to focus. He knows if he don't get this fixed, it could result in his termination. Uh, um, I and I in no means I won't I won't Pittman here to the day he retires. I love Sam Pittman. Mm. Uh, I'm so happy he's our coach. I really, really am. But some, but he he knew like I've got to make a blood sacrifice right now. Yeah. And I just you know sometimes you're in a situation and it just doesn't click. It doesn't work. Doesn't well, mean. And it, and Karen, I want to I want to go through what I think is going to be different on the okay, field, okay? Because I I think we're going to see some different things on the field, and if we don't, then we're in for a long last four games, okay? Yeah. Because here's the truth of the matter, folks: if the offensive line is as bad of at playing football as everyone has said they've been, it doesn't matter what we do; we're still going to get killed in these next few games. That's the truth of it. Yeah. Now you can do some things to, to find some strengths in your weaknesses. Okay. You can get the, some quicker passes to get the ball out of KJ's hands quicker, things like that. Those things can help. Okay. If you can get KJ to do that, then, then you, you might. Okay. But here's what I think is going to happen. I think we're going to see everything simplified. KJ is not going to be making calls out on the field. Okay. He's going to go. It's going to now remember Guyton has been influenced by Kendall Browles. Okay. He's, he's a Browles disciple. He's got a little bit of Enos from this year. And then he's got his days back in, uh, in Ohio state. Oh, that's his, that's his three main influences right there that are on him. Right. Yeah. So I think what we're going to see is uh, I think we're going to see the offensive line, the offensive guys are going to be looking toward the sideline a lot. And they're going to be looking for calls from the sideline because it's simplified. The coaches are going to be making calls. Yeah. So the offensive line doesn't get as confused as they've been. 
I've been saying all year that the the problems with the offensive line is not necessarily that the players are that bad. It's that they're not communicating well. Okay. You know, Pittman pretty much said that today in his press conference. He said that exact thing in his press conference today. I mean, he didn't go into it because he didn't want to go any further. But he's he's like, I don't want to answer the rest of that. But, yeah, good question. Okay, go back and listen to it, folks. He pretty much said what I've been saying all the season, that the communication issues for this team is, is what's been the problem on offense. And so I think what they're going to do is they're going to have the communication is going to be from the coaches to the players. It's going to be like, like Gus Malzahn, like Kendall Browse. They're going to be prairie dogging it over there, okay? They're going to be looking over and uh, – or meerkat offense, whatever they used to call it. You know, where those, they look they all look over at the same time, get the call from the coach, and the coach gets them lined up where they need to get lined up. And that's where KJ thrives so much. He does. Get, you play from the sideline, getting back up to the line, looking at it, get the next play, go, go, go. That's what he's ran since high school. Now, yeah. the problem is the reason they, you know, you may be saying, well, why hadn't they been doing that? Because when they brought Dan Enos in, part of the thing was let's get KJ ready for the NFL. And the NFL doesn't do that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The quarterback has to make those calls on the field. But right now, it's it's time you get rid of everything else and you go to whatever the strengths are of your players. And KJ's strength is letting those coaches make those calls for him and him just getting out there and using his athleticism and his just being a stud quarterback and beating the other guys. And so I think that's what we're going to say. I think we're they they said they've taken out thirty percent of the playbook. Okay. Well, I mean, take out seventy five percent of it because if you have a hundred plays and you suck at seventy five of them, run yeah. twenty five plays. Yeah. Of course, uh, the joke is they they took out the thirty percent that Chad Morris got in while he was here. Yeah. Because you know, he was like halfway through the season. He's like, yeah, we got about thirty percent of our playbook in. Yeah. But, you know, you, you don't you don't need all that. I think. Yeah. But I, um, now, obviously, we got a big game in Florida. Um, one of our offensive linemen is going back home. Uh, yeah. uh, Pittman says, you know, he brought up today that never won at Florida. Yeah. We beat them Florida, but we beat them here. Yeah. Um, so, what's your prediction for the game, Travis? What do you, what I do you think? I um, think, man. I'm gonna say we win it. All right. I, I'm not gonna pick a win, but I'm. I think you're gonna see some fight. I, I, think, I think you're gonna see some fight, and I think. Uh, I don't know, man. I like what I'm hearing from KJ in the interviews he's done this week, um, and the other players. I think our defense is gonna go on the road and play well, and I think, I think Florida, if you're gonna beat them at the swamp. This is the year to do it. You know, I mean, I'm not saying they're terrible, but they're not. They're not Florida compared to what Florida's been. So, yeah, man, I think I think we got a shot. I'm going to say I'm going to I'm going to predict an all heart right here. OK, this is all heart. This ain't logical. I'm going to say we go down there and beat them. I wouldn't put it past them. Um, I'm not going to pick them, um, but I, I wouldn't put it past them. But, you know, there is someone. Um, that has there's no question about his job security. That is one Eric Musselman. Oh, e can you call a preseason game an instant classic? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's what it was. Um, I, I would say if they're ranked in the top four consensus final four team. Um, now, Arkansas fans, you did what you do. You showed up and you showed out. You made a difference in that game. That game's at Purdue. I don't think Arkansas wins it, but it's at Bud Walton Arena. And uh, we put on a show. Clint, I don't think we played that great of a game. I think nope. this team has better games in it. Yeah. I think there were still some instances where I saw this was a team that is learning to play together. 
and they still beat a number three team in the nation. Well, and that's and that's what's encouraging is Arkansas's yeah. chemistry is going to do nothing but get better, 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 yeah. better, 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 better. And I think, and by the way, um, I think I made the best point of anybody that's ever made a point last week when we had Bart Reed on when I said, could you imagine if Nolan Richardson could have went and got a big man out of the transfer portal? Oh, yeah. Back when he had Joe Johnson and Brandon Deed. Like, yeah. you wouldn't even have to have a good one. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You could have just had a journeyman. Hey, if, if Brazil, did you see him beat that 7-4 guy on the two jump balls in the game? Yeah. And we And Lawson? We didn't even talk about Lawson with Bart Reed, really. I think we may have brought him up, but we didn't talk a lot about him. My goodness, man. He's 6'7", has like a 7-foot wingspan, and is going to help down low. Like, if you would have told me that we shut down, or not shut down, but we played that well against a 7'4", you know, Eddie or whatever that center was, and Mitchell – didn't play very well at all and didn't play that much. Yeah. And our freshman, you know, 6'10 guy didn't play at all. And five star. A five star didn't play at all. Now, how about Layden Blocker, the little point guard from Little Rock? He looked good, man. Yeah. He came out there first thing, went right to the to the uh to the paint and threw up a shot over somebody. I mean, just he looked good at point guard. Uh L Ellis is was exactly what Bart talked about. I mean, was exactly who we said who we said he was. Um, we didn't really, you know, our three point shooters didn't necessarily get hot. You know, I mean we didn't we didn't, you know, like your know, opinion or Davenport or, or the two guys that we expect to really heat up at three. Brazil got some, got a couple threes, you know, but like I'm saying, man, it wasn't our best game. It wasn't our best game, but the yeah. fans and these kids, I mean, they're playing hard, man. And they're playing smart. They're, yeah. they're, they're not a bunch of freshmen out there. You know, honestly, what I thought this team, I really thought about what last year's team missed. Cause that, that was, that was a talented, talented team last year. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, you can say Nick Smith was out for most of the year, but they also didn't have a JD note. Yeah. It's like, okay, we need a bucket here. Who's going to go get it? And, you know, I know Bart was talking about Debo. I don't think Debo's the ever going to be that guy. No. I think Debo's going to be your Harlan Bowers. He's going to be your heart and soul, going to play tough defense, going to give you everything you got to get everything out of his body. Um, and he's going to lead the team. And he's going to lead it by example, maybe not so much vocally. Mm. But Trayvon Mark, that kid is a stud. But see, Trayvon Mark is supposed to be just like Devo Davis as far as offensive skills go. I, I think uh, I think they may have nailed that three. But see, Devo's going to do that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's quite the score that Mark is going to be. I think, you know, you're going to. Yeah, I don't think Mark's going to be like that all year long. Yeah, I disagree. I think I think Mark's gonna I think Mark's gonna get some scoring done, but I think he's gonna be up and down like Devo. I think I think Brazil's gonna lead this team in scoring. I think Ellis is gonna be up there. Uh, I think Battles will, will do well with scoring. Um, I think I think some of the other guys are gonna sprinkle some in. But that was one. You know, we're, we got one game in. Okay, now here I want to I want to throw right now the flames burning hot. Okay. Everybody's ready, man. They're ready to buy final four tickets. Arkansas is going to win it all. Everything, right? I want. I want to throw a little bit of a little, no. a little no. bit of water on the fire, Clint. No, a little bit, just a little bit. I know, I know, but I want to speak a little truth. Okay, can I? Can I do that for you? Can I? Kind of bring us back to earth just a little bit. I know. Okay, you're giving me the mad face. I know. Uh, go ahead, Debbie Downer. Okay, here I go. How did Purdue do in the tournament last year? Yeah. How did how did they do? Yep. 
Um, was they well, were they were number one seed and they got beat by. Um, you no, know, they the, they the sixteen wasn't it? Yeah. It, no, and it does happen, but it, it very oh uh, yeah, like we uh, were we were we hardly were, hardly ever happened. <laughs> yeah, we were. Um, well, last year we went to the Sweet Sixteen, yeah, and we got beat by thirty at Texas in an exhibition game. Yeah, yeah. And we all dismissed it, you know, like, ah, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Then we're taking, we're like, ah, greatest team ever. So I get it. We, um, we have, a. now the other thing is that Purdue is totally opposite of us. And those are the type of teams when you're as athletic as we are, that you tend to do well against. Okay. In a situation like that. Oh, I think it's definitely a good matchup for us. Uh, we did a good job on their seven foot now, four. They now, if they take the tempo, it can be where they smash us. Okay, so we did a good job there. But you know, the SEC is deep and strong yeah. this year. Kentucky's looking better. Tennessee, Alabama's solid. Auburn's going to look good. Ole Miss is going to be better. I mean, Ole well, Miss, bearded. Ole Miss with bearded, with bearded Ole Miss could sneak in and shock the world. A and M, it's going to be good. Does okay. Ole Miss have the slimiest coaching? They do. Three with beard and and Kip. First of all, I love Lane Kiffin. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm also an internet troll. Um, and so I love Lane Kiffin. He, he just he, yeah, he's but our our boy Keith Carter. Uh, yeah, he he's got the sketchiest, or at least the two big time coaches with the sketchiest backgrounds that are on the same on yeah. on the same uh, college campus. But no, but, but I mean, I what I'm saying is 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 we're gonna face we're gonna face some teams in the SEC that we're not gonna be a ton more athletic than. Yeah. Now that's where uh, yeah that's where I'm really happy to have our coach going into those games. And I think we're gonna we're this team's gonna lose some games in the SEC, okay? Well, um, yeah, but it's still, man, it's for the them to look that good this early in the season against that quality of an opponent. I'm excited too, okay? So don't I'm just I'm just trying to bring a little bit of reality back in, okay, folks. But I'm still, I'm still excited about college basketball, man. I'm still excited about the hogs. So um, I, I can't wait to see what ends up happening with them. Uh, it's going to be something special for sure. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think, you know, this, this is like, is, this is the team that could do it. I think Muslim feels that way. I felt like Bart Reed felt that way, yeah. but um, man, there's a lot of tests on that schedule. There's a lot of tests, including uh -huh. coming in. Well, they got the tournament in, bah in the Bahamas. They're going to. Yeah. So um, here's the thing: Arkansas basketball is in that conversation again. Oh yeah, for sure. This is this is where we this. I mean, for us that grew up in the '90s, this is where we were. This is where we've been trying to get yeah. back to. Yeah. And so it, it's nice to be back in the conversation, and that's kind of and I I say all this to wrap it up in a nice little bow. Is remember where we were. Oh yeah. Remember where we were. Even yeah. in football, remember where we were. Yeah. When you're bashing Sam Pittman, we're losing by okay, we lost a seven point game we should have won to a Mississippi State team that's not that good. Or yeah. four. We got drilled at home by Western freaking Kentucky. Yeah. So just remember it was when he found it. And I think Pittman's gonna make those corrections. Yeah. And I'm gonna say that about Musselman and saying this season. Yeah, me too, man. You know, and going back to kind of going back to football, Clint, um, you know, there's another little controversy going on that people are talking about a little bit uh, with the football team, and it has to do with recruiting. Okay. The fact that Arkansas has not – hadn't gone hard after some key Arkansas recruits. And the main one they're talking about is the Lindsey kid from Fayetteville. You familiar with him? I'm not. Okay, this is the son of Jod David Lindsay. Okay. Um, 
his grandpa, John David, played tight end for the Hogs. No, I'm sorry. John David played for the Hogs like a walk-on. Lindy Lindsay played tight end for the Hogs. His uncle, his grandpa, played fullback on the national championship team, played in the pros, and is also one of the biggest. Like, there's Walmart and Tyson. Yeah, and, Lindsay, and then there's Jim Lindsay's like right below that. Okay, as far as people donating to the Razorbacks. Yeah, no, no, yeah, you hear the Lindsay group a lot. Well, and from what I've heard, they haven't even they didn't even try to recruit this kid, and he's going to Minnesota, and he's he's one of the best quarterbacks in the state right now. Uh, well, here, but here's the thing, we all. We all got, I mean, I don't, we, we were, like I said, we grew up in the nineties. Mm. You mean we wanted, we wanted like Nolan to recruit Jason Jennings. Yeah. Jason Gilbert. I mean, those are two names. Yeah. Jason Jennings. Um, I think he transferred to Arkansas state, all Sunbelt center. Uh, yeah. I think he had a cup of coffee in the NBA. Jason Gilbert. What was he from Mountain View? Yeah. Yeah. I think I remember, yeah, used to every year they'd play a big basketball tournament. All the Faulkner County teams would play it. And they'd mm. bring in teams from outside the state. And I think they were playing Guy or or maybe Greenbrier. But it was a team that we we knew a bunch of the players. But you watch Jason Gilbert get about half court, just like, okay, and just no, drain them. Jason Gilbert, every game, every game, they had a center that won the tip almost every game. And he would tip it straight to Jason Gilbert. And Jason Gilbert would take two steps past half court and drain it. Almost every game he did that. I mean, and he looked like he was going to make a good accountant one day. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. that just, but that was Jason Gilbert. And we, that's but, probably what he's doing now. I don't know. He didn't fit, and neither one of them fit into what Nolan does. No, no. Is we, 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 we love him, but I think, you know, if Pittman recruited the kid, knowing that he doesn't fit into what his idea of a quarterback is, he's doing the kid a disservice. Yeah, yeah. I get it, us as fans, we don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> you you don't like it at all. But I think he's got what what years of Lin Lindsay? He a senior this year. He's a senior this year, yeah. <laughs> I think he's already got a quarterback that he prefers, KJ Jackson, I believe. Yeah. So I mean, listen. Yeah, he the kids probably better serve going to Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, no one wants to hear well, that. The other thing is if he was going to Auburn, yeah, or Ole Miss, then I would be more worried about it. Uh I it does kind of worry me that he I hope and I and I don't know. I, I hope he showed the kid at least some attention because of who his grandpa is. Because we need that NIL money he can throw at him. <laughs> and Pippen knows who this kid is. You know, yeah. I, mean, he, I mean, there's no way he doesn't. But, yeah, that's the, I mean, but if I'm Jack Lindsay, yeah, I want him to at least talk to my grandkid. Yeah. But, I, you know, but if he's told, told him the truth, like, hey, look, you just don't fit into what we do. Yeah. And he, and he might. I might be wrong, but there's all kinds of reasons. So I'm not immediately just going to bash on, bash on him. Yeah. No, you're right. Hey, hey, what? Hey, look at that! What did you get? A, did you get a, a group on? I don't know what I'm getting. But anyway, man, but I think we got a lot off our chest this week. Yeah, man, it's uh, you know, hey, hope's still alive for football. Uh, it's gonna be an interesting off season. You know, we're we got to get ready for that. It's gonna be there's gonna be transfer portal crap going crazy you know and, i don't think i don't know if we're gonna have it's gonna be as crazy for us in the portal this year as it was last year i, I think it depends on what happens but yeah. I, I think it very well could be i think i think getting rid of enos and whoever they get is gonna make a big difference yeah well and you know and and, and kenny godden's got to be um if you're him you don't get into coaching being like, I'm going to be a wide receivers coach. No, no. You, you, you want to be an all, you want to be an OC, you want to develop your offense, especially if you're a quarterback. You want to be an offensive coordinator, you want to develop your offense. And, um, 
And now he's got a chance to show what he can do. Because even if it doesn't work out at Arkansas, you know, where he get where he can take the full-time job. But, man, if this offense completely turns around, he's got an opportunity to take the job. Yeah. It's an audition for him. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, and, and, and man, if you, if you're a competitor and he played quarterback at Ohio state, he's a competitor. Yeah. Um, it's going to be fun to watch him. Yep. Well, you know, Clint, a lot of times we end our podcast with, uh, what you watching. Yes. But I want to throw a couple of things out, uh, suggestions for people to watch in the future and one that they can watch right now. Ooh. And you may have already seen it. Um, have you seen that True South did a Hot Springs episode? I did not. Okay, it's uh if you like that show True South, uh it's on on the ESPN app. Um I I know one place you can watch it, I'm sure like Hulu and some of those you could probably find it. But it's a uh, SEC network. It's a uh, they go to like SEC. They don't go to like they don't always go to like say the Tuscaloosa, the town, the towns that the college is in, but they'll go to a town where they're, you know, like there's a lot of fans for that school, but they, they kind of do the history of the town. They'll do restaurants and they did hot springs, which was interesting. They did DeLuca's pizza and, um, is it DeLuca's or whatever? Anyway, (laughs) famous pizza place there that, uh, my dog's going crazy. And then, um, anyway, you get a chance to watch that you know if, if you like that show it's a different kind of show but it's a it's a good show. i love it and uh then also my buddy matt texts me uh matt S- sandifer text our little group text that uh sec storied is the november 14th doing a brandon burlesworth special uh called true character so they're gonna they're doing a they're doing a updated deal about brandon burlesworth talking about true character so november 14th start looking for that on sec network um for sec storied which they do a good job no that's gonna be that's gonna be great to watch because you know uh you know i told i tell you one of my because i wore 77 eighth grade wait yeah eighth grade through through high school through college yeah even when I played that season with the Rhinos, um, that professional minor league, it was yeah. semi. We called it that to make ourselves feel better. It was yeah. semi. Um, I wore seventy-seven. My senior year was the year that Brandon Burlesworth had died in that wreck, and I wish I would have gone to Mullins and told him, "said Look, let's just leave seventy-seven blank this year and honor Burlesworth." Yeah. We put out thanks and none of our players did it. I thought about it. I didn't do it. Do you want to uh, guess what number I would have chosen to wear if if uh, I was not wearing 77? Because I, I, I would wore 60 in honor of Robert Branson. <laughs> That's what I thought. I mean, I know I would have 100 percent but yeah, because right, you know, Robert, I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that that's um you know, this is this is this is your holy snockies moment of the week right here. I thought Robert was just as good as I was. And I think he could have been maybe even more successful than I was at college football, which isn't saying a lot, but he could have got in there and done what I did. He was tough enough to do it. Yeah. He had good feet. He had good feet. He was tough enough to do it. Um, for sure. Yeah. And college football itself, making it through is not that difficult. You just got to be tough. That's pretty hard because you, but you yeah. got to be good. But anyway, um, yeah, hey, he could catch too. Robert, if you, yeah, Robert could catch. He had the best hands of all of us. Yeah. So there you go. I'm me stroking Robert Branscombe Vigo. So, well, hey, and don't forget, check out Hometown Roofing. Hometown Roofing, you know, it really do because if you're in Greenbrier or anywhere in the state of Arkansas, check out Hometown Roofing because uh, he did my roof for me, did a phenomenal job. And Robert Branscombe was honest and he'll do you a good job. Right. And he also brings a lot of our guests, a lot of these guests that we get to bring on. Like he brought us Andrew Chambly. Um, I think he paid for Kudis. Um, so, but yeah, so Hometown Roofing, definitely check him out if you ever need anything. That's right. And he wasn't a half bad right tackle for the old Greenbrier High School back in 1993. That's right. Well, folks, thanks for listening, watching, whatever you're doing, however you're doing it. Uh, 
like, subscribe, subscribe, folks. Share it, share subscribe, it. Share it, all that kind of stuff, okay? Let people know about this podcast. We've been doing it a long time, but we need more listeners. And More listeners. Travis gets tired of listening. He wants to talk to you. The best way for that to happen is for you to share about it. That's the best way. The only way. Okay. And so uh, uh, there may be other ways. I hear about ways you can go buy listeners. We're, we're not going to do that or or buy likes or whatever. I don't, I'm not going to do that. Um, we, we just need you to tell folks about it. Say, Hey, you like the Razorbacks? Listen, to these guys, they, uh, they talk about it and hopefully we talk about it and you feel like you're talking about it with your buddies because that's what we are. We're buddies, we've been best, best friends since sixth grade. Even you in Germany. I'm your buddy. That's right. We're buddies. Buddies. Buddy. Let's get some sauerkraut and a bratwurst. If we were in better shape, we'd go compete on that TV show, Buddy Games. Yep, but we're not going to do it because, number one, I've thought about trying out for uh, American Ninja Warrior. I was looking at the rules. (laughs) I think if I got through the first section and took a nap. Yeah. I took a nap. They wake me up on – they wake me up on Tuesday. No, you know, true story, Travis. I know we're trying to wrap it up here. So I've decided, like, and I'm going to put it out here. I've decided, like, no more. I'm going to, like, I'm going to get back in shape. I'm going to try to, I might even try to climb back in the wrestling ring again because I was way too sore after what little I did the other day. So I'm like, I'm done. So I might do it. Um, but I want to compete jujitsu a little bit more. But I was like, I went and worked out. And man, I can hardly walk. My calves have been so sore today. <laughs> Like I went and got the little jelly to let her out and was doing put myself through a workout. And I was like, Dad gum it. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I do this? <laughs> yeah, it gets harder as we get older, dude. For sure. Hey, well, hey folks, thank you once again. We love Bye, you. Have a great rest of the week, and we'll see you next week. Peace out. Sweat. One. Your kingdom come